day everyone you're listening to Haggis Akin's podcast and this is Glory. So we talk about life self-improvement as well as strategies to improve yourself. In fact, this podcast not only betters you as a person, but betters the people around you. How do I know? Because I am a better person through Haggis Akins and all its subsidiaries. So sit back. Relax, take a deep breath as you let Haggis Aikins light up your world. Thank you. Good day, everyone. Um, welcome to today's episode of Haggis Aikins. Uh, I'm your host, right? It's your host, Glory. And of course, before we um, proceed, it's our custom to remind you all about our vision, basically what we stand for and um, our goals. So it's our vision to become a leading wellness company in Nigeria and the largest in the world. We are equipped to help people improve their overall well-being through high quality products and services. And among those services is basically our podcast um, channel, yeah, where we talk about life in order to improve your well-being. So um, today's episode, I have a special person in our midst, right? So it's our first time of doing this and I'm so super excited to have her because uh, I've actually long, um, I've long for this Right, yeah. So uh, I have with me the editor in chief of Haggis Ekins, and it's not that person that Francisca Ladele. So Francisca, can you say hi to the audience? You could just maybe tell us a little about yourself. Hi, my name is Francisca Ladele. I'm an editor in chief in Haggis Ekins company, and I'm glad that you have me here. <laughs> I'm glad to be able to yeah. talk to you guys too. Okay, so thank you so much for creating time out of your busy schedule to be here. And guys, if you notice, we actually share the same surname. So yeah, yes, she's my sister <laughs> indeed. <laughs> so okay, guys, um, today we'll be talking about finding peace in the storm. Yes, to me, when I was actually drafting out this topic, it's fine. It's it sounded more biblical to me. I was like, uh, am I tilting towards that side? Anyway, uh, it's just on a lighter note, right? So, um, you know, every day we are basically involved in the hustle and bustle um, of our day-to-day activities. You know, because we want a better version of ourselves so that we can live up to our own expectations and desire. We literally want to be able to cater for our loved ones and even for strangers in need. So um, nevertheless, you know, we are met with some um, challenges along the line. Uh, we we are met with probably a milestone or um, should I say a hurdle to cross or a mountain. Uh, so and we we maybe get maybe love letters by love letters I mean maybe like rejection letters saying oh no sorry uh, oh no um, we couldn't take you for this job or something like that. But um, it, it seems as though um, um, we are not should I say we are not enough, and um, we have we, we then tend to have should I say. Um, um a bad reputation in us right now it's not people that are giving us um this bad reputation it's now ourselves kind of um um telling us we can't actually um 
do better or you've actually tried your best and you can't actually make anything out of it right so we actually use the other people's validation you know to judge ourselves which is not supposed to be and in turn it kind of creates a ripple effect such that um, we no longer uh, find peace in ourselves right so um the common saying is um, when life gives you um, lemons make lemonade yes but that 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 is actually to, to me when i think of that i'm like okay so um when i met with the chaos when i met with a storm i should i can actually see a silver lining in it so i know i've talked a lot right so i'm francisca can you say something would you like to add something you know before we um, dive right into the topic yeah you've said a lot of things and i think you're actually spot on but you see when you know it is those that maybe that have actually gone through the problems and have overcome them they can actually yeah. talk about testimony so but while in the storm it's actually always very difficult to see the silver lining or to even feel like there is every positivity in every negativity yeah so it's it's always like that you know i was watching a video um when the man was a motivational speaker was saying you've seen people you've seen people broke your heart people you love break your heart yeah. so much that you feel you would die but you did not die now the fact True. that you are alive that the fact that you did not die means you've overcome and then after overcoming you know that pain is is not is not as much as when you're still in the storm so you yes, know it is then your eyes begin your, your eyes get clear and you begin to see oh there is a reason why this happened because you survived but at that yes, moment yeah, the that... will to yes at that moment the will to survive is actually very very important so I actually got some few things. Like I got a, a mantra from you. <laughs> so I say the will to survive. Okay, we should have that will to survive. I think that's what yes. basically like it can keep one going, knowing that oh yeah, I can if I if I will it, I can actually um should I say overcome it. I can actually see the good thing in it. So I think yeah, yes. yeah, spot on too. So okay, you know we in the, in in the topic we are saying um finding peace in this storm so you will see that there are actually um should i say three key words that are that make up that topic you know finding we have peace and we have storm so finding meaning that means something is actually should i say lost or something is even actually maybe out of place right and you are looking for ways you know you are trying to to look for ways or you are trying to look for that thing that is missing just to make you complete right so and that thing right now that we are actually looking at is peace right peace so what is peace so um i actually during my preparation actually um, um looked into the definition so oxford um, language dictionary say peace is a state or a period in which there is no a war has ended that's basically that means you let me now talk about now inner peace so you were at war with yourself right you were you were troubled right you were unstable right so but you finding tranquility in it all is peace so miriam webster will say freedom from upsetting thoughts or feelings yeah so um you have um, um should i say yes upsetting thoughts you have things that bother you you have things that you wake up in the night and 
you um you think about these things like the first thing you 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 ex- you think of when you wake up is this particular thing right but what the what piece is trying to say is even in all these things even even um in all this i could actually find tranquility so when you have found tranquility because of your will to survive you are at peace so uh there are actually um I see three levels of peace that I got to discover, and that's individual peace, social peace, political peace. But we would actually be um, focusing on individual peace. That's your inner peace, right? So, um, yes. So I want to ask Francisca, do you, is there any importance attributed to peace? Yes, there is. In fact, there are a lot of importance attributed to peace because I realized over time while growing up that um, one of the reasons why people live longer is when they make peace with themselves and others. Okay. When you when you are when you have peace, you are healthy. Of course, it's not. Um, we cannot say it is hundred percent factor the reason why people are healthy but it is one of the reasons why people are healthy because because you know when you don't have peace you are anxious when you yeah, are not true. when you don't have peace you, you panic and all these things be, give rise to so many things in our body and what in our body does is it reacts to whatever we feed it if we feed it prayer it will start responding to start giving like symptoms of prayer and we know what prayer can yeah. do to our body. If we give our, it is whatever we give our body. Our body has this ability to, uh, to adapt, to adapt. So it is whatever we feed this body that it will listen to. But when we feed this yeah. body peace, naturally every part of us will feel peace. I don't give yourself high blood prayer. It may it might be yeah. jokes, but uh, but it is true that when people are hyper like that, they tend to have high blood pressure. Yeah. And so one of the things yeah. peace does is that it calm um, it calms our nerves. It helps us to see things clearly. It helps us to reason well, and it helps us to approach situation in a very logical manner. So yeah. there are so many important yeah. attributes to peace. Okay. So now, from all what you're saying, I, I've I've seen like it, peace can help you have a better um way, better life, right? You, when you talk about health wise, yes. it affects your relationship yes. with others, right? It makes you to now yes. you are now capable of making logical decisions, right? So I'm not I'm not affected when I'm when I'm not troubled when I'm not um, in disarray, yeah. When my mind is not is not upset when my thoughts are not scattered, I and I have yes, peace, right? exactly. I could literally make um, the right decisions. That's very nice. That's very good because you know on the streets, okay, you see people they shout, they are they are all angry, and you are wondering that what's wrong <laughs> what's wrong right but the thing is if we can actually um if we if we just if we go deep you know and we try to relate with these people try to 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 um, get the root of this anger it's actually because they are troubled about some things so um exactly. that that's a good one that's a good one so um i could remember should i say let me give use myself as an example um, I can remember during my undergraduate um, 
period uh maybe i'm bothered about a particular maybe a particular subject or i'm bothered about a forthcoming examination and i do not know where to start so what i just do is this i i tend to list out all the things that uh like i i think i should do i list them out i just list them out it could be from 1 to 10 or 1 to 17 and i i list them out and i maybe listen to um, watch a movie or listen to music and i come back to that um to that should i say note and uh i tend to to should i say i tend to find um relief in that because i'm no longer like troubled that oh i i have so much on my mind but now i could actually i've put pen to paper and you actually see oh this is where i'm to this is how i'm to um, should i say i'm to go this is what i'm to read you know i i have things i can now plan that's what i'm looking for yeah i can now plan so in in order to should i say find peace you have to actually find the root cause of what is not making you to be at peace okay So um uh, I think I've said I, I said it looks like now. Uh, okay so um let, let me let me let me just go further on what I have here. So um I will just be or should I say we will just be talking about some tips on finding peace in this storm. Okay um Francisca mentioned that we have to have a will to survive. That's one key thing. You have to have a will to survive. You that that right now we now talk begin to talk about your mental health. You have to be sound mentally, right? So um Francisca, um you know you like what I said, will to survive. So can you like shed more light on that? <laughs> yes, I said it. Yeah. I will share an experience I have about having the will to survive. I was sick one time and I think that was the first time I would be so sick. I was very very sick. And all the drugs the way giving me injections drip nothing was working. We spent money, we did almost every test we could. Nothing was working. Like and when they did every test, they all every test is fine. Every test shows that I'm fine. Still I was not fine. the doctors were running elter skater because of me you know it was when i saw that every means to make me ld every means to make me okay proves abortive my mindset started to change mm. you know at a point i started think i i started becoming suicidal no before wow. i started thinking <laughs> of suicide before i started thinking of suicide I was already thinking of death. I knew at this point I was going to die. When I dream, all I see is cops. Coffin. What? Are you serious? I look at people around me. I look at people around me. Yeah. I look at Yeah, the pain that I felt was if I die, these people will be in more pain. I was looking at them. That was the first thought that came to my mind. And then I was like, fine. I would live regardless. I will I will fight till the end. So why fighting and it seems like my fight is nothing. I started feeling like I'm embodying to everyone. I could not tell them the pain I was feeling because I was scared that they would think I'm too much and I was and the pain was so 
you know, a kind of pain that I, they, I could not even describe enough for the doctor to understand. They just don't understand, but the pain was extreme. I was in anguish. Like, it was like a bone piercing pain. And they could not get exactly what was wrong with me. When I said that, I, I was scared because they spent thousands, hundreds of, like, money. Well, it was, the money was already going to million. Like, everybody exhausted what they had. And still, there was no results. So I was like, now nah, I'm a body to these people. I'm a pain to them. Okay, let me just end it. I will hang their pain. You know, everyone will forget about me and I'll forget about the pain. And then I was like that. I didn't see any hope. Nothing was working, so I gave up. And then I remember that being a Christian, I realized that suicide is a sin. So while I was thinking about how do I commit the suicide, then I slept. Then I, I, I saw someone talk to me like, you're going to be guilty if you commit suicide. And you're going to regret it even after that. You know, at that point, what, when I woke up, it was still meaningless because I was still in pain. And then and now I look at my... I look at my baby you know i went i was now looking everywhere for a motivation like something that could motivate me even my baby was not even a motivation i looked at my baby i wanted to live forever right. the pain was too much. <laughs> yeah yes the pain was too much that she was she couldn't even become my motivation i was regretting why would i give birth to this baby and then have to have to end up dying you understand and I was like, yeah. I don't want to be a burden to her. I don't want to be the mother she has to take care of. She's still very, very young. And then I look at my husband. I saw the pain. I was like, oh, this man, he has done his best. I don't want to be a sickler. I don't want to be a wife, a, a sickler wife. You understand? So it was yeah. no longer a motivation. So I was not looking. I was desperately looking for motivation. Then I remembered something. I remember that I did not, I don't want to live a fruitless life. I always wanted to be a medical doctor. So I remember that that alone is enough. Like, I don't want to live a fruitless life. And while I thought about that, I felt like, oh, I started seeing reasons why my family could be a motivation. Just because that single thought, that single thought paved way for every other thought. Like, I started seeing light in things. Just because I thought of yeah. that and I knew that my baby, I said, wow, I want to be there for her. When she gets sick, when she gets sick, I want to be there to treat her. I don't want her to go to other doctors, you know? And then yeah. I looked at yes. And then I looked at my husband and I was like, wow, this man, oh, definitely, I don't want another woman to have her. I have to be the wife. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? And I, yeah. And I, even though I was in pain, you know, the motivations kept coming. I was like, wow, this man has really worked. I really need to repay how hard he has worked for me to survive. Like, I can't let this man exhaust the millions in his account, his energy, oh, yeah. I, I neglect his work for me, and then all I have to do is repay him with debt. No, 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 no. And then I looked mm. at my mother. Oh, my mom sold her lands. I mean, she's she's a real estate. Wow. She loved investing in lands. She sold many properties for me. And I look at my brother who sold many assets just so that I could live. So after spending all those money, I will now die. Then I will leave them in debt. No, 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 no. It should not be like that. Mm. You know? 
immediately my yeah. mental state changed. I started feeling like there is a part of me that is getting healthy. Even though the injections were not working, I would tell my head that it is working. Yeah. Even though when I pray and it feels as if God is not there, God is not there. I tell myself God is there and I would not die. And believe me, immediately my mental state changed when I slept my dream was different. Yeah. I dreamt that I was alive. And when I woke up, things begin to change. Though it took time and I realized I needed patience. So I was patient, but while I was recovering, yes I was out of the hospital, but while I was recovering, um I had trouble because I was traumatized. So I had to I was traumatized a lot and such that I started having panic and anxiety disorder. I started living I started staying away from people. I would not pick calls, I would not watch film, I can't get too excited. I could not sleep at night. I would have tremors, extreme, extremely high tremors, and they've done the, their best in hospital. There is nothing else they could do. So and so, I started telling myself, "You are fine. You are fine. You are fine." When it, so, because of the tremors at night, whenever it's getting dark, I get I find it difficult to sleep. I will be, I will get scared. That whole oh, it is already night. Will I be able to sleep? It's going to be a terrible night. It continued like that and one day I saw that even if I tell other people my problem they can't help me unless I help myself. Yeah. Then sure. one day I told I told my body I own this body. So I was about to sleep and the tremor was coming and I was telling myself relax relax you are fine you are recovering you are recovering. And then I felt like that as I begin to tell myself I said I said it, it, it is like it's kind of like a, a power of the mind. Yeah. I started telling myself and I found out that my body gradually kept relaxing and the tremor was going. And then I'll find peace and the rest is I woke up in the morning. I continued like that and all of a sudden I found out that you know I woke up one day and I found out wow this is my former body I'm healthy. <laughs> so it continued like that until one day I maybe after two weeks or three weeks, you know, I, you know, when you get elderly for a moment, you forget all about the sickness. That's very then, true. Very. <laughs> after three weeks, all of a sudden, I saw a little symptoms. Because I saw a little symptom, my memory, my brain reminded me of the pain of the past, and I was scared yeah. that that thing already came back again. The, immediately, my body started changing. My body started changing, and it, it was as if I was sick. It, it, it was as if I was sick again. You know, I was scared that, oh, I'm sick again. Oh, this thing is coming back again. My, like, my body was disorganized. My mental state was disorganized. And at that point, I was, it, it was because it, it, it's like I'm another person entirely. So while I was just pacing up and down, I was not okay. I knew, oh, this is going to be a terrible night. And I have to bother everybody because <laughs> nobody will be able to sleep. I was washing plate and I was scared of letting other people know that this is what is going on. I feel like nobody really truly understand what I was going through. So I sat yeah. and I was like, okay, what can I do? And I started telling myself, you are fine. You are fine. It will take time for you to recover. You need to accept that. You need to be patient. You are fine. You are fine. Yes, you are fine. And nothing will happen. You are going to sleep tonight and nothing will happen. 
I kept telling myself that for hours. I needed to change my mentality. I needed to change what was programmed in my brain. I needed to change what my body has been accustomed to. I needed to feed it something new. So I kept telling myself that. And when I was about to sleep, you know, I kept, kept, you know, I was so scared. Regardless, I lied down on the bed. I said, I'm going to sleep tonight and you are fine. I kept telling that to my mind. I kept feeding my mind something positive. Like, even though my mind wasn't taking it well, but I kept telling it, you have to take it. I'm fine. I must be fine. Yeah. So yeah. after I kept feeding my mind that, I kept changing my mentality. I kept doing that over and over again. I find out that I sleep. So it now became, it now became um, a norm that I had to do I have to do mind therapy myself before I could sleep. It continued like that. Became a I was, yes, it became a habit. And I did that for like three weeks, a month. And after that, I realized that I don't have to do any mind therapy before I sleep. Before I knew know it, mm-hmm. I realized that what drugs were not working for, the mind therapy were working for it. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So it got to it. So when I decided to stop drug, I was like, oh, this this drug, I'm stopping it. In a part of me was scared, like, wow, you're stopping drug. What if that thing will occur? What if it is that drug that has been helping you to stay good fit like this? You know, while that those thoughts were coming, I remind myself, oh, be positive, be positive. You need to be positive. So I was telling myself, I'm going to use this drug, I'm not going to use you again. I'm going to stop you and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to be all day. I kept telling myself for a day. You know, because of that, I had to stay with where people were. I, I went to my brother's place because it's always noisy there. I had to stay with people like, yes, we're going to do this. I was doing all I can to forget that something is wrong with me. I'm trying to take everything away from, I'm trying to take, shift my attention away from what my mind and body is telling me. So I was telling myself, you're fine, you're fine. Don't worry, you will sleep tonight. You will sleep tonight, nothing will happen. And eventually I slept, nothing happened. Though, at the middle of the night it was like something will happen but nothing happened eventually and then i stopped the drug and i continuously i was i was positive i kept being positive positive and positive but the the key is that when i was in pain i saw no reason to leave but until i got the will like it was the will that gave me reason to leave and because the will is there i overcame and it is because i overcame i started seeing reasons oh this is why the sickness happened if this sickness happened i wouldn't i wouldn't have been promoted i wouldn't have been this i wouldn't have been that if it was because i survived and i wouldn't have been able to survive if there was no will. because yeah, you, you know sure. there, there is no machine to make your pain there are some pain that only those that are feeling it can understand and you know, because pain cannot be measured, you don't even know the pain that the other person is feeling. Yeah. So sometimes it is not just you, you don't sympathize. Yeah, you can only sympathize. You don't know the pain they are going through, and because you don't know that pain, that is why I don't blame people. Suicide is not an option because at the end you put you put yourself and your loved ones in jeopardy. You just jeopardize. You just jeopardize everything. So I feel like. When you see people around you, I feel like one of the reasons why people commit suicide is because they feel no one is with them. No one wants to listen to them. Because one of the things that gave me strength is because people never gave up on me. They never gave up on me. And those, and that is one of the reasons why I had the will to survive. That was one of the reasons that that was one of the reasons that gave me positive thinking. But if we, I feel like when suicide is not the option and we feel like people are not there nobody's there 
Let yourself be the reason why you should survive. Let yourself be the reason why you should survive. Like I told myself, I don't want to live a fruitless life. I don't want to come to this life and be like, oh, she just came, she lived and she has achieved nothing. I don't want to be like that. Because I'm a very ambi- ambitious person. And I and I'm all I like to always work towards my goal. So I was like, oh, when people around me are not even enough motivation, I found myself a motivation. And when I myself became a motivation for myself, I started seeing reasons why other people are, are a motivation to me. Motivation to you, yeah, yeah, yes. true. So even when it feels no one is there, now look at my case. People were even there still. There was no motivation. Now even when no one is there, let you be a motivation for yourself because you are important one tree does not make a forest and it is not the bigger trees that make that makes it called forest it is because there are smaller trees there and there are bigger trees there yeah a whole community of trees (laughs) exactly that is why we and because there are different trees you know one tree can you know a species of tree you cannot just see okay maybe um um a a a, a, a plantain planted in a in yeah. a very in a big place and you call it forest no you call it plantation and you call it plantain field a plantain field yeah exactly. yes exactly you will call it forest but because there are different trees that is why it can be called forest so it means because you are different you are important I'm telling you, that little thing that you feel is not important is important because that little thing that you know how to do, another person does not know how to do it. And that is what makes you, that is what makes you important. That is what makes you distinct. So don't, don't give so up for yourself. Don't ever think, yes, don't ever think you are nothing. You are something. Your existence alone. You know, others might not say it, but your existence alone brings joy to and smile to faces of to people's faces. And secretly, someone is out there seeing you as a role model, even though they cannot tell you. Yeah, that's true. Very true. And, you know, there are unborn generations that are supposed to change this world, that are waiting to come out through you. And you're just going to close that place? <laughs> yes, seriously. You see, when we think about the bad things of this world, when you are calm and you you look at the good things of you, you see that there are so many good things to live to live for. There yes. are so many happy things to live for. So why give up? Even when it seems nothing is working, fight to the hands, then you know you tried your best. Yeah. So you know you Thank tried you your so best. Much. <laughs> so I hope that's uh, and I hope that goes a long way to help you out. Yeah. How it, it goes <laughs> very it goes an extremely long way to help me out help us out in fact like i am literally learning from your experience okay so i can see that indeed it's not even for you to even should i say share your testimony um on the will to survive you were and should i say you are an overcomer right so yeah um, you i realized that one of the ways to having peace is you facing it not mm-hmm. running away from it yeah. So it is because I faced it. That is why I can talk about because I used to run away. I don't want to talk about I deleted all the pictures related to my sickness. I don't want anybody to ask me because I'm scared of remembering. But the moment I faced it, I faced it and I have peace now. And that is why I can boldly talk about it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So guys, 
I don't even know where to what I should tip in or anything because she really has broken it down for us, right? She told us about her life experience, how she faced um like such issue, such um should I say um, traumatizing issue and she was able to overcome it. She even made a bold statement by saying suicide is not an option, you know, and she deliberately found a reason to survive, a reason to live on. Okay, sometimes, like she said, um, your even your loved ones might not even be motivation enough for you to overcome such challenge or for you even to even, um, be at peace. But it starts with you first, right? Then others. So thank you so much, um, Francisca. For you, I told you before we started, I told you that I, I can't wait to, um, because I know you have a lot for us. <laughs> and you'll be speaking from experience. So thank you so much for Siska. And um, I would also like to um, say, um, let's just um, try to to find um, a reason. Okay, let's also, let's try to find a reason to be at peace with ourselves. Sometimes uh, it gets um, difficult. Sometimes the challenge, the um, problem at hand might be difficult. Uh, to handle but you your will is key in such situation so um thank you so much everyone for listening to us thank you so much francisca for taking out time to talk to us thank you so much for taking out time also to give us a, like a hands-on experience <laughs> i don't know if that's the right word to use but thank you so much i really um appreciate and uh, um, guys you can always um, listen to our podcast at any point in time you can um, check out our social media you can um, visit our website you can listen to us on various um, channels you can listen on Spotify you can even go to our website and listen to us so we basically even apart from um, podcast we have other services and it's so nice to have you Francisca here and uh, stay well and stay blessed till next chat and next podcast bye guys and have a blessed day Right, guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed this episode only hit the follow button so you don't miss a thing don't miss on, on our subsequent episodes then you could take the bold step of looking us up at hagiosakins.com forward slash podcast and drop your comment you can also listen to us on spotify google podcast and well any other podcast player you are quite comfortable with Be well and be safe.